to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories, two great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Ontario's own Jesse T joins me on the show now, and she has a brand new single out at Country Radio called Meet My Crazy, and she co-wrote that with her good friend and songwriting partner, Carrie DeMayer. We're going to hear that song on the show, plus another one from Jesse, and we'll, uh, we'll get her thoughts on songwriting and working with uh, the great producer Rick Hutt, and much, much more. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure to have you here. Always a great chance to uh, chat on the show and always great to run into you in person as well. Um, we're going to play Meet My Crazy a bit later, and then I'm going to ask you for a second song, and we'll, uh, we'll think of something that we will play on the show as well so we can hear another one from you. Uh, how are things going? You've had a pretty, pretty uh, busy summer so far, I know. It has been a crazy summer, but, you know, crazy is good in this industry. Um, I had the opportunity of playing uh, Canada Day downtown Kitchener this year. So uh, James Barker Band, Rivertown Saints, Vanessa Marie Carter, and myself were on the bill for that. So that was a that was a pretty cool gig. Wow! And yeah, just my other regular kind of pub and bar gigs as well. That is so cool. Always a chances for people to uh, catch your show and to see you perform. Uh, and something really cool that uh, I learned about recently that you have become a part of for Season 5, it's called The Shot, and uh, people can learn more about it online at singfortheshot.com. Tell me about this. You're going to be a judge on this show, and you're going to be helping uh, up-and-coming singer-songwriter and artists. I absolutely am. I am so looking forward to it. Um, so basically, The Shot is a vocal competition, um, but the judges, uh, there's a lot of super cool judges that are involved. So there's Dania, who is second in charge of Canadian Music Week, uh, Rick Barker, who is Taylor Swift's early manager, um, CJ, who is the owner and runner of The Shot, has been involved in a whole bunch of um, other business opportunities and stuff like that throughout the years. And then there's a couple uh musicians as well as myself so i think it's going to be a really cool opportunity uh just to you know listen to other people's talents and help them out where i can Mm -hmm. i think it's so cool that you're going to be able to pass on some ideas and suggestions to help shape someone Uh, is that something you'd like to do at any point i mean i know you work closely with rick hutt would you ever want to produce uh another artist I think that would be super cool, and and if not produce, um, mentor would be amazing, which is mm-hmm. what I'm looking most forward to in this opportunity, is to just right. be able to help artists at uh, you know every level of their career, just with the information that I've you know learned from mine. Yeah, it's it's impossible to do it all on your own as an artist and understand it all without learning from others who are at another level, a higher level than you are at that point. And to uh, to have that guidance is just incredible. I completely agree. I think so much of the advancement of any career is having to do with the team that you're involved with. And networking is such a big thing in, in this industry that, you know, having such a cool outlet such as the shot uh, for, you know, people to be able to be in a place with everybody that has, the same interest. I think it's uh, it's a big bonus. Mm-hmm. 
Now, at this point, Jesse, as we are taping the show, um, are all the spots filled for contestants, or is there any uh, room for someone listening to apply? So we're actually hosting open auditions September 9th, um, which is in Kitchener-Waterloo. The uh, 20 video submissions have already been uh, chosen, so 20 of the slots that will be moving on have already been chosen. But, yes, Mm -hmm. if people want to come out to open auditions September 9th, that would be great. Oh, great. Awesome. Uh, And I guess they can get more information on the exact place to go at uh, singfortheshot.com? They absolutely can, yes. All the information is up there. Perfect. Awesome. Well, before we hear Meet My Crazy, which is your latest single at Country Radio, and our listeners, of course, can call and request it at their local station, uh, tell me about writing with Carrie DeMayer, because I know that you two write a lot and come up with some great songs. What is it like writing with Carrie? Oh, Carrie's amazing. <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been writing with her since I was about 15 or 16. So we've really grown up together, and we do have a very, very special relationship. Um, It's a cool opportunity because when you get to know someone on such a personal level, a lot of the songs just spring from real-life experiences. Most of our writing sessions start out with, you know, what does your week look like? Because we write on a weekly basis. And then just kind of springing (laughs) from those ideas, I think, which makes really authentic songs that that I can personally relate to. And that, fortunately, Mm. um, people that have heard the songs can also relate to as well. Yeah, I know when I've talked to other uh, writers, and Ty Banton recently was on the show, and, you know, he talked about that comfort level when you've written with somebody enough times, you know, that you know them well. The uh, songs can actually spring out of just that conversation. How was your week? What's up? And from that, uh, those kind of discussions, uh, uh, something can sound like a line or sound like a song title, and you're off to the races just from a conversation. It really can, and I think that's one of the coolest things with songwriting is just pulling from everyday life. I think those are some of the most applicable songs, Um, you know, having to do with everyday relationships, everyday encounters. I mean, we all go through them, so to hear a song that, you know, you can immediately relate to, I think that's Mm -hmm. kind of the magic of it all. Now, I've heard the expression that a song isn't written, it's rewritten. Do you know, Jesse, when a song is done, or do you ever wonder, uh, oh, okay, we wrote it, it's, you know, we recorded it, or at least we did a demo of it, but I think we can tweak a couple of areas. You know what? I think there's uh, no song, I, at least in my opinion, is ever truly complete. Um, there's always rooms that you can you know, tweak different lyric or you know, mm-hmm. change the melody. But I think at some point there's an authenticity to a song that you can disturb by being too involved in the process. Right. Um, I think it's it's something that there is definitely an art to being able to look at the places for improvement in a song, but also recognizing when it's, when it's good and when it's true mm-hmm. and when it's raw and being able to, to capitalize on those, you know, possibly imperfections but to also make sure that you're uh, aware of, of what is a good song and, and what needs a little bit of tweaking. I like that. I love that. And would that apply to a performance as well? I mean, obviously in a studio you want to get it as perfect as possible because it's recording, but is there something authentic about a song sung a certain way that might have character to it that maybe isn't technically perfect but is emotionally uh, on, on spot? Oh, I I would completely agree with that statement. I think so much of a live performance is a bit of vibe. Like, it's the vibe that you put out there. 
And a lot of the time, getting caught up in a song might mean that you're not delivering, you know, a perfect pitch um, or, you know, always the perfect tone. But if if the feeling is there, Mm -hmm. that's what I truly try and inspire uh, when I write songs. And that's one good thing about Carrie is, is she does the exact same thing. It's all about bringing out a certain emotion portraying a certain message and and being authentic and true to that kind of uh, meeting of the song. Let's talk specifically about the song that you two have written, which is out now at Country Radio. It's called Meet My Crazy. Uh, tell me a bit about the yeah. song, Jesse, and then we'll uh, play it for everyone. Absolutely. Uh, so this song is actually a couple years old. And speaking of live performances, this song we sang a lot live before it ever got released to the public. And I know a whole bunch of people are like, when is this song going to be out on radio so I can request it, which is, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. But it's just really a feel-good summer romance tune. Um, again, about a personal life experience of mine, I was serving, um, and a guy walked into a bar one night asking for a drink, and next thing you know, a song's written. So it's, uh, wow. yeah, it's, it's definitely one of my favorites. And in the song, the... Uh guy the gentleman's name is dave uh is that uh, to protect the innocent was his name dave or dave is just a nice name to say <laughs> i think we all have a dave in our lives one way or the other so <laughs> there you go it's absolutely yes, exactly. let's hear that song now it's called meet my crazy from my guest jesse t on in the country and chains I was serving up shots of summer comfort and bottles and cans I had two more hours till the end of my shift two hours to plan how to spend my tips I was picturing something tall and strong at the risk of sounding
Ontario's own Jessie T with her latest called Meet My Crazy, one of her great songs. we got another one of hers coming up in just a bit. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Nashville, has that been a part of your uh, country music journey so far, Jessie? You know what? It hasn't so far, but I am planning a trip um, before the end of this year. It's something that it's a huge bucket list item of mine to be able to go down there and work with, you know, such a talented group of folk. Um, A lot of people that I know from the industry are down in Nashville so I'm really looking forward to strengthening those ties and uh, and heading down there that is awesome uh, let's learn about some of the artists over the years who have influenced you and I'm sure there are many and from different genres who are some of the ones Jesse that uh, as you were listening to them and watching them you thought man that's something I would like to do and I kind of like to do it sort of the way they're doing it You know what, there's been so many different influences throughout my life. My folks were a little bit older when they had me, so I grew up listening to a lot of uh, 50s, 60s music. So Connie Francis, Patsy Cline were two really early inspirations of mine. Uh, Growing up, kind of fell in love with country music. So Dixie Chicks, Shania Twain, big, big influences. Um, Mm Kind of going through my teen years, obviously got more involved uh, in some pop music. So Pink, um, Adele, both very strong vocalists, um, and Eva Cassidy is another really, really big influence mm-hmm. of mine. Carolyn Don Johnson. I, I could continue the list forever. But I think really <laughs> strong female vocalists um, that have something to say and have a uniqueness to their voice is really what I aspire to do with my music. And performing live, I know, is obviously a big part of your career. Uh, what is it like for you when you're performing live and you look out, you know, and, and the audience is listening and they're into it? Can you describe how that feels? It feels unreal. <laughs> if I could sum it up in a single <laughs> word. Just right. to know that what, and I and I say this quite frequently, the fact that I love doing what I do so much to have other people love what I do is really just a bonus in it all. Mm. Um, so as long as people continue to enjoy what I'm doing, then I will most definitely continue to put my heart and soul into my craft. And I love those venues, and I know that you do as well. And all, all venues obviously can't be like this because some you're the maybe the background music or you know people are doing other stuff, talking and but the music is there it's a big part of it but the ones I especially love are ones where it's you know you're focusing you're there to listen to the words and the singer um, and you can really focus in on a song I bet you enjoy those as well oh absolutely I think there's positives to uh, to, you know every different venue Um, I do solo duo trio full band work cover and original stuff so it does populate my schedule Um, but I think you know 
playing with the full band in a country cover bar is amazing. And then having a stripped mm-hmm. down, you know, um, original music showcase, they're both rewarding in, in different aspects of themselves. And I think it's important, at least for myself as an artist, to see both of those sides of this industry and both of those sides of the crowd to know how to kind of capitalize on, on each of those performances. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, as far as covers, can you uh, let us in on some of the most recent covers you've been adding into your shows? Ooh, there's been a couple. So I do a, a regular staple gig in Waterloo, which is at uh, one of the student pubs. So I've been adding some uh, late 90s, early 2000s stuff, some Spice Girls, um, some Three Doors nice. Down. Um, also have been adding uh, some Kelsey Ballerini and Marin Morris to more of the country cover stuff, uh, and as well as continuing to write new material um, for a possible album, too. We're kind of in the works on that right now. So there's lots oh, going on. Lots going on. Always busy, Jesse. That's amazing. Uh, speaking of Maren Morris, of course, she's had a few great songs out already. Her latest is one I really love. I could use a love song. It's just, a, it's a pretty song. Just, I like everything about it. It is really true. And again, it goes back yeah. to real life experiences, right? I think mm-hmm. we've all been in that place that uh, she speaks of. And, and I think that's one yeah. of the things that makes that song such a cool and relatable tune. Absolutely, yeah. It's just very specific about the way someone feels about love and uh, cynical, I guess, but wanting not to be cynical. I just, as you said, we can all relate to that. I want to play a second song from you here on the show, Jess, and we didn't have a chance to discuss it. Can you think of one uh, from your catalog that you would like us to uh, share next? Ooh, um, I would say maybe Hellbound would be a cool one. Uh, this was our last nice. single that we put out to country radio, and uh, it actually hit uh, 100 on the DMDS charts, which was pretty cool. That was a that was a neat milestone for me. Um, but yeah, nice. I wrote this one with Carrie DeMayer and Jesse Pitcher, who's kind of my right hand man guitar player. He's a six foot four Australian with dreadlocks, so he's got a lot of a lot of energy <laughs> to let go of. Um, but yeah, we, we wrote the song. It's just a really kind of cool, edgy, I call it my swampy song, revenge song. Awesome. And every, every singer needs to have a revenge song, right? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift has more than one, but uh, at least one. Exactly. Yeah. She's, she's got a couple yeah. in her catalog. <laughs> exactly. Let's hear it now from my guest, Jesse T. This is Hellbound on In the Country.
And that is Ontario's own Jesse T, and the song is called Hellbound, here on In the Country. And she co-wrote that with Jesse Pitcher and Carrie DeMayer. Uh, great, great song here on the show. Uh, and we mentioned, um, of course, The Shock, which is uh, the talent show that you're going to be judging on Season 5. People can head to singfortheshot.com. Um, for anyone listening Absolutely. now who won't be taking part in that, can, can you pass on, Jesse, maybe one or two things uh, about the music business, something that would help somebody starting out, maybe common mistakes people make or just ways to stand out uh, from other singer-songwriters? That's that's a really good question. Um, I would come back to the point of being your authentic self, which is which is really tricky. And I think as humans, we're constantly changing. But figure out which message you want your music to portray. Um, what kind of artist do you want to be? Do you want to be a country artist? Do you want to be a pop artist? Do you want to be a little bit of everything? And then work on finding people that have the same vision or people that are really interested in, in making sure that your vision is met. Um, I think there is lots of people in this business, um, some of which are in it for great reasons, other ones that are in it uh, for you know to succeed themselves. 
But finding people that really have the same heart has been a real benefit to my career. Um, Rick Hutt being, you know, a big staple, my producer, um, working with Deb mm-hmm. Wood, who is um, an amazing radio tracker who's been in the business for a long time, Carrie DeMayer being a writing partner. I think having strong, staple people um, at the foundation of your career will really help you succeed. Yeah, you really need that team around you. As you mentioned, those people, I mean, obviously it's not something one person can do. It's, it just doesn't work that way. You need those good people, the connected people, and uh they're not only talented, but they are good people uh, on your side and they're looking out for your best interests. Absolutely, and, and great sounding boards at that. Like to have people that you can bounce, you know, everyday questions off of, but also music industry questions because there is so much to know. I don't think it's possible for one person to know everything in this industry. So to have people, mm-hmm. again, at that foundation that are able to help you in those times that you need, I think is really important. And let's just break on Rick Hutt a bit because obviously he's a great, great producer. And the producer is such an important part of obviously the finished product of a song. It has to get written and it has to be sung. And those are very, two very important parts of it. But the producer uh, then at that point um, can take that song and make it good or make it amazing. Absolutely. There's been lots of situations that I've brought a song to Rick. And, you know, through kind of, I think, he can he can see it. He's known me long enough when I have a solid direction on where the song's going and then kind of like, oh, we'll see where this one goes. And one of those perfect examples um, from my album Reckless Heart that came out in September was Shine. It was a ballad when we had first wrote it um, and, you know, brought it into the studio, had laid out a, a solid demo and he added this drum groove to it. And I still remember coming in the first time and hearing this kind of four-to-the-floor type beat. And it just brought the song alive. It completely enhanced the mood of what the message of the song was, but also gave it kind of that catchy, um, listenable feel to it as well. And that's forever going to be wow. one of those memories that I have. That's amazing. That's a great example of... Uh you know, how important a producer is uh, in, in changing the song, making the song, and that's Rick Hutt that we're talking about there. Uh, our listeners can head to jesset.ca and, of course, YouTube and iTunes, uh, all the social media sites to catch up on you and all the shows you're doing uh, in and around Ontario. Jesse, thanks so much for being here. Great to have you. And, of course, to uh, check out the new song, Meet My Crazy. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much again, Dave, for having me. My pleasure. Always a great time. And once again, my guest has been Ontario's own Jesse T. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.